Welcome to the Sift Spoil for John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Um, this is where we don't mind talking about the spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, um, shoo. Be gone. Go away. Shoo. Be gone with you. We've given you passage. Yeah. We're going to be jumping around, so it won't even make any sense probably if you haven't seen the movie. Um, what do you want to talk about, Andrew? Uh, all the cool moments. You want to talk about all the cool stuff that happened? Yeah. He threw an axe at the guy's head. <laughs> now listen, those like I said, those first couple action scenes in the knife room especially was just mind blowing. Like I mean, just the the I mean, sure, super convenient that you just happen to be in a knife museum when you're yeah. doing the fight. But uh, but just the fact that there was like this in the supply of knives to throw at each other mm-hmm. was hilarious to me. There's a scene at like right right before that where he uh, takes a bunch of revolvers and takes the parts from one revolver and another revolver for one shot. Yeah, for one bullet. That's a callback to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, nice. Yeah, where uh, Toku, the ugly in that movie, takes apart. Like four different revolvers, uh-huh. and he like makes one super revolver, but he used more than one bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, so you used it for one bullet, and then you dropped it. You put all that effort into this. Is let this be a segue into Andrew's? Why did that character do that segment? Okay, why did Winston all of a sudden like? Well, he has to die, and he just starts shooting John um, at the very end. At the very end, yeah, yeah. because. For the past two movies, Winston is like one of the few people who's like, don't mess with John. He'll survive anything. Right. And then out of nowhere, he's like, well, he has to die. So he starts trying to kill him. Like, you know this guy can't die. You know he can't die. Yeah. That didn't make much sense to me either. Yeah. Are we going to find out that he wasn't really trying to kill him? That See, it was I, part of a plan or something? Initially, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But then the movie kind of just leaves it with, yeah. no, he actually was trying to kill John. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what is going on here? And Lawrence Fishburne, I guess, is alive. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he was got his seven cuts. Yeah. That guy, the the sushi assassin. Uh-huh. He was so cool. Um, I like how he was a fanboy of uh-huh. John Wick. And uh, he was still a really... The choreographing with him and his sushi ninjas was like really cool how they would just jump out of the shadow, you know, like... You were staring right at him, but then they move, and you're like, oh, I didn't even see him there, and he was right in front of me. You know, that, that stuff was really cool. Yeah. Um, just a lot of great action scenes in this movie. The Holly Berry dog the stuff. The Holly Berry dog stuff. Them using dogs as, like, an offensive, as, as opposed to, like, a reactionary, you messed with my dog. Uh-huh. Although, uh, what's his name? Uh, Braun did shoot one <laughs> Braun. of them. Yeah. yeah. Ron shot one of her dogs and and then she shoots him and she's like he shot my dog and he's like I get it (laughs) I love that line another great line is the callback to the matrix did you catch that line which one was that where um, Winston asks uh, John what do you need and he goes guns oh yeah yeah, yeah. lots of guns yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah apparently he's teaming up with Morpheus now yeah he's getting the old gang gang back together the whole gang back together yeah we're going to get uh, Carrie, what's her name? Ann Moss. Yeah, Carrie Ann Moss to get in here now, too. I, I have to tell you, the um, the dog thing was interesting to me. The, the shot would linger on those dogs, just like yanking 
on an arm or a genital or (laughs) whatever it might be. I guess you haven't seen police videos of like uh, them using dogs to take down criminals. No, I was just, usually you don't see it like in movie, like action movies where they just kind of linger on it. Well, there was one scene like where it just had on the dog for like 15 seconds of like just yanking on a guy (laughs) while Harry, Halle Berry is, Harry Berry, (laughs) while Halle Berry is talking to John. You Uh see the dog in the background. I feel so bad for those stuntmen because you know that those even though they're probably wearing like protective stuff uh-huh. that's gotta hurt there's that one moment where the dog leapt like 20 feet in the air off of her back oh that was so cool that was and got the cool. guy on the on yeah. the balcony yeah oh that was super cool jo- dogs got ups man so tell me a little bit about the guy in the desert I hated him I, I don't. Hated him. I don't. Well, I. I don't know if I. I don't know if I know enough about him to hate him. I don't understand what. I don't understand what's going on. Apparently, he's the guy who sits above the high table. So he's like head high table guy. Like he's above everybody on the high table. Okay. So like, if there was a high table, he's like he's got the. Uh, what do you put kids in the? Uh, the high chair. The high unit? chair. Yeah, he's he's in the high chair of the high table. <laughs> so, but. Why him? Like he and you just walk out into the desert and collapse to find him. Yeah, that's so stupid. And then John's like, "Yeah, I'll serve. I will serve again." Cuts off his finger, Assassin's Creed style, mm-hmm. and uh, then gives his wedding ring away. And then as soon as he gets back to New York, he's like, "No, nah, I'm not going to kill Winston." You know, it's like. You've killed 50 people in a row. You couldn't kill the main dude and his four henchmen right next mm-hmm. to him. You're willing to give up your finger? <sighs> so that, Halle Berry, as much as I loved her scene, she just gave this whole spiel of how she's not going to help him. Walks away, comes back, I'm going to help you. <laughs> yeah. It was just why. Well, there is a, there is an interesting thing that happens throughout this movie and where... People act against their own self-interest or against these rules that are set up within this universe, right? Yeah. And the movie never does a great job at explaining what is pushing people over the edge to go against these rules when the movies have been so very specific to say, we can't go against these rules. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's us. like, boy, this is a thing, except for when it's not. Yeah. Like the adjudicator showing up, which uh, right. that character was great, by the way. Um, and, you know, she's going over, like, all the things that they broke into the other movies. And you're like, I guess, yeah, they technically did break that rule. Why did Winston give John, you know, an extra hour or anything right. like that? Or why did the Bowery King uh, give him seven bullets, you know, stuff like that. You're like, yeah, they technically did break the rules. And, you know, it's like, oh, they're finally coming to terms with, yeah, mm-hmm. there are consequences to breaking the rules. But then... Instead of, like, this felt like a society that re- that felt like, oh, yeah, I broke the rules. I deserve punishment, you know? It's everybody going, no, not me. I don't just, I'm better. I'm above the rules. Like, that whole Bowery King, like, I'm the king of New York stuff. Like, he always seemed like a, you know, an extrovert of, you know, big, larger-than-life kind of character. But it's at the same time, he always seem like I am guy who follows the rules, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's strange that it happened that way. Uh, I love Asia Kate Dillon, by the way. Yeah. Um, they're amazing in everything I've seen them do. Uh, I, it's, it's always, it's weird for the pronoun thing is weird for me because they're non-binary. So they use they and them and, but man, they're great. Yeah. I, I just think it's, I think it's incredible. I had no I, idea. Billions. Um, what Orange else is the new black. Orange is the new black. Yeah, yeah. 
It's good stuff. I didn't know she or they, whatever, uh, didn't do the adjective. It's it's kind of interesting. Her character, <laughs> their character in Billions is like that. And really? so it's kind of one of those things where there's this scene with their father mm-hmm. and he's having a hard time trying to figure it all out too. Yeah. It's definitely an, an interesting thing to have to deal with and, and figure out. I personally don't buy into the whole adjective thing, but I know we're trying to be as uh, forward thinking as we can on well, the podcast. For me, so. for me, mostly it's a way to show respect to someone because if they've said this is what they prefer then I want to be able to be the kind of person to respect that. So that's that's which, all it is for which me. Which I get, but at the same time, I'm a curmudgeon who's like, <laughs> I get you're, it, man. You're, you're her, but I'm not going to do that. Like, I always try and keep my biases. Like, I'd let you know I have them, but at the same time, I'm like, I'm just not going to tell you. Go into specifics about it. Sure. No, I Because I try it. and be a good person, even though deep I get down, it. I'm the devil. <laughs> no. Um... But yeah, they are great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Her character, or ah, dang it, no, it's it's okay, man. It's <laughs> yeah. tough. I get it. I get it. Their character is like uh, proper and like these are the rules. Yeah, you broke the rules. These are the consequences. Well, and that's what makes it so. Again, to go back to this idea where the rules are so strict, except when they're not, and I don't think the movie does a good enough job at helping us understand why people are acting against these rules that are so important. So, yeah. 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 They were great. Um, what else? I'm trying to think, cause I, there was a big one besides the Winston just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the scene where John and the concierge keep coming back for ammo and Winston's just sitting there with the dog like watching them like come back in all beat up and like to reload and they're like we need we need armor piercing you know and Winston's just sitting there like mm, looks like you're having a bit of a t- uh, tough time out there you know Winston is easily maybe that's why I liked Winston so much he may have been my favorite character in the entire series so that's what bothers you so much about that ending yeah is that it seems so out of character for him yeah. and strange for him. And I like the character so much. I'm like, no, I don't. Out of all the people, I didn't want you to be the bad guy. Right. Yeah. So it's a shame. But maybe he's not. Who knows? I hope not. But at the same time, it's going to be really weird for them to backpedal that. I mean, come on. That fall, like, I don't know. I can, part of me can buy into a bulletproof suit, but surviving that fall. Like no. the way he hit that railing from thirty the, feet out, and, and then the, and then another thirty feet down to the concrete. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, and then Rafi from the league just picks him up and puts him in his shopping <laughs> cart. Uh, Jason Manzukis. Oh uh, yeah, that's his real. I always just call him Rafi from the league. Have Angelica seen, Houston was in this. I liked her character. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk about because okay. I was going to say that there is specific character uh, moments in this that I really appreciated because we've always heard about the past of John Wick. You know, like he, like the farthest back we ever went is like he was married, he got out. You know, mm-hmm. he used yeah. to be an assassin. We see he belonged to a society like a a culture a a religion and all this stuff and that he still has he has a real name you know his Mm -hmm. name isn't john wick it's like a john or yo georgian or whatever it is right yeah yeah it was this weird name and uh and he like the same time 
it's like it's like very shallow world building, right? Because sure, now we know he has a Russian name and where he comes from, but what does that mean? Like, what does that mean for the character? The the movie doesn't really do a great job of of explaining why that's important. No, right? you're totally right. Because there hasn't been anything from the other movies that's you yeah. know shown that you know he was religious or that he was Russian or anything right. like that. Yeah, maybe the fact that um, in the first one he worked for that Russian mob, you know, that could have been like a little hint of yeah, maybe mm-hmm. he maybe he does because he spoke Russian. But then again, he speaks every language. It seems like yeah. So <laughs> I don't know um, the skills that John Wick uh, possesses besides you know his. Uh, combat skills are like oh so you speak every language ever you know every single cultural custom you know mm-hmm. everything you're like the perfect killer yeah yeah it's because it, i don't know there's some ridiculous element to it it's weird like you said like you can buy into certain things but other things it's difficult like the fall or the fact that he knows every language you're like come on you know you're you're not superman yeah i, I at the end of the day that's that's I think where I disconnect from this movie sometimes is it just as cool as a lot of it is, as fun as a lot of the action, uh, as a lot of the action is, I just, I don't feel like it does a great job at maintaining uh, consistency of value of what it's telling me. Like, it just, I don't, things are just said to be important and they are, except when they're not, you know? And it's just like, I don't know. I need I need more to invest. So honestly, it's into. I mean, let's not go into this in detail based on the last episode. But in a general sense, it's kind of the same issue I have with the final season of Game of Thrones. Right? This idea that there isn't that it's fine if you want to tell me these things are happening and that we've kind of set them up, but you're not giving yourself enough space to tell me why it's important or why it's happening or to show your work. And I think. John Wick chapter three doesn't really show its work in a lot of ways. Yeah. Character wise. No, you're so, totally right. So, yeah, I have something, but I'm going to save it for Sif the Thrones, All actually, right. which is really weird to say because it actually applies to John Wick. But well, there you go. Yeah, that's a good teaser to go and listen to the final episode of Sif the Thrones coming up. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything else before we close out this uh mm-hmm. Before we put a bullet in the head of this uh, Sif spoil, you know, I think we, you know, we we picked out a lot of flaws in this, but I still recommend this movie. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun. I, I and I I don't begrudge anyone having a great time watching this movie. Yeah, um, I can see why people would enjoy it. So, there you go. Some some Sif spoil on John Wick Chapter Three. Um, and John Wick Chapter Four is obviously happening, uh, and yeah. it's going to be Winston versus uh, John Wick, the Continental versus John Wick. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what it's setting up? Pretty much. Okay. Well, I guess that and the high table and the Continentals. It's just the world against Wick. (laughs) That's where we're heading. Yeah. Wick against the world. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We will be back next week. I don't know if we'll do spoilers on Aladdin, (laughs) considering it's probably the same movie we all know from our childhood. (laughs) Surprise, Jafar's a bad guy. (laughs) Exactly. But we'll see you then. Bye.